0: I just don't want
1: to watch the one where the guy talks to his dick, you yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I tried it, you know, it was... I got a couple scenes in, because it's like, uh, it's the guy talking to his dick in the first scene, and then they introduce a girl, and she's talking to her vagina, and, uh, then, uh, I didn't see where it goes from there, but I can, I can assume, like, maybe there's some wild twists that happen later, like maybe they introduce a second dick or something, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it'll just be a very um, run of the mill, just like sex comedy type of thing.
2: Mm.
0: They probably fuck on stage, you know, but like in the musical way where it, nothing actually happens. Oh yeah, guards. like
1: kind of like. I'm picturing, like, that scene from The Naked Gun where, you know, they use protection and it's, like, a full-body condom.
2: <laughs> and it's just that
1: between the person who's dressed like a penis and the person who's dressed like a vagina.
0: They they just get in protective bubbles and just smash into each other. Yeah. Uh, that sounds nice. That sounds like fun. I'd, I'd see a, a theatrical production of that.
1: I mean, I was going to ask if we should give Eugene any context on what it is we're talking about, but if he listened to the previous episode, he would know. Because we did mention the, the thing that we were going to watch, and then both started to watch, and then said, eh, it's not that great. Yeah. So go back and listen to the previous episode if you're not sure what it is we're talking
0: about. Yeah, I mean... I was Continuity. expecting more out of, I was expecting more out of the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic movie.
1: Yeah. Well I mean it had some good music at least. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, I pulled that out of somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, out was... of the depths of twenty seventeen when that movie came out. Was it really twenty seventeen? Yeah i think so oh
0: oh no (laughs) yeah i
1: because i bought it when it came out and it was one of the you know my favorite movies of the year and like most recent movies you know even if i like them a lot i still just don't really feel you know an urge to go back and watch them again i don't know like detective pikachu was such a big deal in 2018 and then it just kind of disappeared, and, like, I have it, not, and I could watch it again, but then I end up just watching something either recent you know. or something completely mindless.
0: But why Why would you watch Detective Pikachu when you can watch uh, Into the Spider-Verse again?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like, right now I'm waiting for Across the Spider-Verse Blu-ray coming out first week of September, I think.
0: So you can wait to watch it when the next movie comes out in two years
1: yeah also that reminds me uh the flash is coming to hbo max this friday so i will you have have that to talk about next time if i remember anything after watching it
0: you have fun with that yeah. because i i have chosen not to
1: yeah Which, I mean, it's kind of a caveat I can throw at the only new movie I watched in the last two weeks, which was Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, that I saw like two weeks ago. And it's getting like glowing reviews, and I thought it was good. Like, I don't know, I think I'm just not deep enough into Ninja Turtles that it really struck me in any way. It's just like, yeah, that 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 was nice, that was cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, Ninja Turtles is one of those weird things where it's like, the original show is just a toy commercial and it's not that good, but a lot of people liked it when yeah. they were kids, so it stuck around.
1: Yeah, because yeah, like originally it was kind of like a Daredevil parody, like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did like a dark, edgy comic about ninjas, but the- also their Turtles? And then it, and then like aliens and shit started getting involved and it, it's just kind of weird and wacky, but also, you know, has this like veneer of being grim and serious, which is part of the joke. Um And then, yeah. and then the the TV show came along and adapted that, but also threw in a million more characters because we can sell toys with this Uh, and just, you know, really went into like the campy silliness of it. And it's just continued ever since to keep getting readapted in ways that are usually either you know okay or good. Um, yeah, but
0: I still like that original movie uh, with the the suits that mm. look good. The only one with the suits that look good.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean that. Like, I know I've seen that one. It just aside from like like the memes and people talking about it the actual experience of watching it didn't really leave much of an impression that's fair but i don't know like my my history of ninja turtles is weird anyway because like as a kid i wasn't allowed to watch it because i think it seems like it's like my parents said that like ninja turtles and power rangers were too violent but Batman and Spider-Man <laughs> were fine. And I think it's because Batman and Spider-Man are, like, 100 years old. And Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers were new. Batman. Because otherwise they're basically the same thing. The Batman show is, like, easily the darkest out yeah, of way, any of yeah. yeah, no, I, watching 90s animated Batman was fine. Because Batman is a character from 1930 uh, who has... Uh, You know, had like the Adam West show and stuff. So you know, my parents know who Batman is, and they know that that's fine. But like ninjas, show about ninjas. Oh, you're going to be violent. You're going to want to be like throwing ninja stars around if you watch (laughs) that. So I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I was allowed to play the NES video game that my cousin had. So my early yeah. Well, I mean, it's nostalgic because I played it. Even yes, it's a bad broken game. It is like the main reasons Donatello is my favorite Ninja Turtle is because he's wearing purple and because he has a bow staff that you can stab through walls and hit people in that video game. Um Like Donatello and Leonardo are the all-stars of that game because their weapons are long and all of like they, they all have the same animation. They're just like a standing upright turtle and they stick their hand out and their weapon comes out and that's your attack. So if you have a long yeah. weapon, you can stab right through walls. And if you're Michelangelo, good luck ever hitting anything with the, your dopey little nunchuck.
0: You you heard it here first, folks. Jade is a size queen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, just, <laughs> just big stick, shove it right in there. <laughs> yeah, see, like, most
0: of my experience with Ninja Turtles is... Uh, uh, Turtles in Time, which is an actual good game, mm. um, very fun beat em up on on the on the Super Nintendo, not the arcade version, which is a quarter here, um, mm. and it has worse music.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean you know I didn't play them at the time, but having played them on the the Switch collection, they, they they're you know similar. It's like the Super Nintendo one is like a remixed of the the arcade one yeah and less bullshit on uh the difficulty yeah it's, it's, it's there to eat your quarters
0: it's a lot better balanced to not be a quarter eater yeah um and the, the early two thousand show which i watched um up until they went to space and i was like what the fuck is happening uh, mm.
1: yeah like by, <laughs> by the time that show came out i was old enough that it was fine to watch so i saw some episodes um, and I mostly remember them making a bunch of shell puns.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the in the in the, the theme song, they say it's a shell of a town.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the the all of the puns are that shell rhymes with hell, yeah. so just anytime <laughs> they want to say hell, they say shell, and it's that's the joke.
0: Or whenever they want to say ass, because they they say like let's kick shell, and it's yeah. like oh. We're yeah gonna, yeah shell, shell, shell is
1: their all around curse word shell is their smurf yeah you smurf and smurf yeah yeah it's like how spider-man 2099 says shock all the time except in <laughs> the across the spider-verse version because they went serious with him and they didn't want to play into the silliness of all the 2099 comics having shock be their uh, major swear word that everyone uses shock is so shway yeah
0: <laughs> if you haven't watched batman beyond in the past, i, I was gonna say i couldn't
1: remember i knew batman beyond had its own like future curse word but
0: i didn't know what I, it was. I i'm pretty sure sh- shway is cool um oh. I, I i know they had that they must have had their own curse words but uh, i don't remember that much
1: yeah, like I know, like Star Wars expanded universe had a lot of made up curse words, like like Criff and Kark and uh, can't remember all. Like, a, a lot of like different writers who just make up stuff, and some Definitely of them have gotten Kark. canonized in like Mandalorian and Clone Wars. Like Dank Farrick, I think, might have been a Karen Travis one that they brought back for Mandalorian.
0: It's 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 so weird. Like all these long running
1: franchises
0: that are just like a fucking mess. Mm. At, at least at least with Ninja Turtles, like nobody pretends that all the different versions are the same. Mm. Um,
1: like they, they've had crossovers, but yeah, no. It's it's clearly a reboot every time it reboots, and it, it's you know flexible enough of a story that. Um, You can just keep doing new iterations, and nobody really minds.
0: Yeah, teenagers with attitude.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and most like most versions of them, they are called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but teenage is just like '90s for cool. Like they they don't really have any teenage things going on. Like that's one of the things with Mutant Mayhem is. And I think, like, some of the newer Nickelodeon series have done this, too, where they're, like, playing more into the youth of the characters. Like, they have, yeah. like, an actual group of four teenagers voicing them, and the way they recorded their dialogue is they just got them all, like, in a booth together, and they're just, like, riffing off of each other, and they were allowed to, like, talk over each other, and then the animators would, you know, animate to make it fit. You know, just the the vibe of them all just talking over each other all the time. Yeah, and
0: I I think in the 2010s Nickelodeon show they made April a teenager yeah. to match the teenage mutant ninja turtles instead of making her like an adult with a job.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah she she's a teenager in this one too. She's like a teen at the high school who tra- like her her drama in this is that she wanted to be like she, she wants to be a reporter she feels more comfortable reporting behind the scenes instead of on camera because the one time she went on camera she started vomiting like a hilarious amount just like spewing a hose of vomit everywhere and then everybody made fun of her for it so now she just wants to write stories and not be on camera and by the end of it she has to go on camera and she only vomits a little and that's,
2: uh, <laughs> journey,
1: guys. what a, what a character.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. And oh. also in this version, you know, like master splinter is not like that. There is no, um, uh, whatever is, his, you know, human. Cause you know, the original version is like, he was a pet rat of a human samurai or something. Um, in this one he's just a rat but because of the the mutant you know the mutation thing like he found these turtles covered in goop and he tried to touch one and then he got the goop on him so he turned into humanoid and they you know were baby turtles so they've been growing up humanoid and so like they're his adopted sons and he tried to take them into the world and everyone started screaming about these mutants that came up out of the sewers so he had to take them off to safety, and he doesn't want them to go out in the world or, you know, get hurt, pretty much. Um, and part of that was he, I I guess, found like a 70s kung fu training video and used it to teach all of them martial arts to protect themselves. That's not realistic at all. Well, yeah, in a world with mutant (laughs) turtles being raised by a mutant rat in the sewer.
0: Um,
1: Because of a chemical from a uh, like in this in this version, like Baxter stockman creates the you know it's like in like the prologue Baxter stockman creates the the mutagen, you know, the ooze, and then it ends up like a a bit of it ends up falling down the drain while he's being raided by uh, TCRI, I think, which. Hasn't been shown to have a connection to Krang yet, which I think was what they were in the comics. They're just like a government agency that's trying to keep all the mutant shit under control. But he had like created the mutagen and started experimenting on different like baby animals with it. Uh, so the first one was a fly. He doesn't become the fly in this version. The fly is a separate character. He is seemingly killed off-screen. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but... The fly gets away with all the other baby mutants. And so, the Ninja Turtles, who've been raised by their rat dad, end up crossing paths with Superfly, who is the fly. He's voiced by Ice Cube, I think. Um, and uh, and then there's like Bebop and Rocksteady and all these other mutant animals who are like his gang, and they're trying to. You know, the, the Superfly has this plan to uh basically do like amazing spider-man uh, one and um launch a thing into the atmosphere that's gonna uh turn all of the animals in the world into mutants so they can rise up and take over the world um and uh you know kill the humans or whatever and even though the turtles have been like hated and feared by humans they're still fond of them so they end up convincing the others that no we don't need to do this and so it's like everyone against superfly by the end of it like is superfly
0: a, a new character or is it an old character i've never heard
1: of uh i don't know well enough if he is the it seemed to me like he was um you know because they didn't make baxter into the fly human they just had this other fly human who was you know created by Baxter? So it's it's like having Baxter as the villain, but not.
0: That makes sense. Like just, uh, it's kind of weird, but I I guess it would work.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, because you know, the, like there's no Shredder and there's no Foot Clan because they're really leaning into this. Um, You know the idea of like the turtles being mutants and trying to find acceptance in human society, and so then you've got all the other animal mutant hybrids to be like a foil to that.
0: Yeah, they need the crocodile or the the sewer alligator. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think Leatherhead's leatherhead.
1: in there. Um, There's like a manta ray one. Um, I can look them up. The the there's. There's a bunch. There's possibly too many, because um, it's just like all their celebrity voice cameos uh, were there as you know, like uh, John Cena and um, uh, what's it, the the, uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen and John Cena are bebop and rocksteady
0: um yeah hey, you told me that before and yeah I was like, we'd, no we'd,
1: okay <laughs> let's see um what is this Maya Rudolph is um uh, oh she Maya Rudolph is playing the head of TCRI uh John Cena Seth Rogen or Bebop and Rock City Rose Burns Leatherhead and that his Natasia Demetru is wingnut who's like a bat mutant um John Carlo Esposito is Baxter for, like, the one scene that he's in at the beginning. Uh, Jackie Chan is Splinter. Uh, Ice Cube is Superfly. Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko, who uh, becomes, like, best friends with Michelangelo because they're both just kind of goofy guys. Um, I'll be honest,
0: when you say Superfly, all I don't think about is as JoJo.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Post Malone is Ray Fillet, who is a manta ray, um, and Hannibal Barres is Genghis Frog, who is a frog. Mutant. I wonder, I wonder what
0: kind of character
1: that would be.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds fun. Um, I mean, it sounds stupid, which a thing like manta should be stupid. Like, y-
1: yeah,
0: to I- ourselves.
1: And, like, like, the visual style, it's not quite on the level of, like, a Spider-Verse. Uh, but it is trying for that style. Like, it feels like, like, you can see... You know, it feels kind of like, like the CG animated Ninja Turtle shows. Like, if you took one of those and then put a layer of just, like, really kind of grimy, sketchy line work over it so like anytime there's a dust cloud there's like a texture to it um but it does like it looks cg animated but also there's like this texture that they've drawn over it um and yeah the characters are all like really kind of lumpy and ugly looking but that's like the aesthetic to the whole thing it's going for that kind of grimy 80s new york look even though it's set in the present day and everybody's got cell phones and stuff
0: yeah yeah, that's the part that's weird. Like, it, is, it, is it weird that they've never made a Ninja Turtles thing and set it in the 80s? Aside from, like, well, Shredder's the, Revenge, where where it's set in, uh, like, the, the original cartoon?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, wasn't, like, was the original movie not set in the 80s? Was that set in the 90s? or? Well, it... I did it come out in like nineteen ninety? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was early nineties, maybe. But
0: okay, let's see. Hey, Google.
1: Yeah, which Ninja Turtles movies? Teenage Mutant Ninja. Okay, first one was nineteen ninety. I was right. Yeah. 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 So it was like right on, right after the eighties. So it probably still looked. Mostly 80s in that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, n- 1990 was functionally the 80s. Yeah. Um, although extreme 90s shit didn't happen until like 1993. Hmm. I mean, I was one at the time. I would know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I guess, Speaking of '90s shit, do we want to pivot into Disney, or do we have anything else to say? Sure. Uh,
0: let's see. Where did I leave off last time?
1: Ah, um. uh, let's see. We, I think Aladdin was the last one we had last time. Yeah. Because we, I don't think we talked about Lion King yet. No. And um, and definitely not like Pocahontas or Goofy movie or Toy Story or any any uh that. God, Lion King is just the best. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, he, uh, like, I, you know, we'll, we'll see when we get to the other ones, but from what I've seen and what I remember, Lion King is just a standout in, you know, like, be- because there's not that much to say about all of these Renaissance movies being good, I've been kind of nitpicking the, uh just like the visual technical qualities of them, and Lion yeah. King is like... You know, they've got, like, lighting effects, they've got, like, fog effects, like, uh, so many, like, any, like, still shot from it feels, like, fully shaded, you know, because, like, a lot of these movies, you know, like, the, the the characters look fine, but they don't have the time to, like, fully shade everything, so they, it's just, like, flat, you know, cartoons on right. uh you know a, a painted there's like a fully painted background and then just this flat color character on the front and that's you know what what they have the time for but like lion king it felt like like just like, every frame of this movie <clears throat> they they really took their time to make it look good
0: yeah i mean the the opening alone is just like a, a damn good like short film Yeah, <laughs> but like it, it, it's like it, it gives. I've seen it dozens of times now, and it still gives me chills every single yeah. time.
1: Yeah, um, and Like the soundtrack is great, the acting is great, the story, yeah. the pacing, everything. It, it's just all around top marks.
0: Matthew Broderick as adult Simba is still weird to me. Um, yeah, I mean it,
1: he's fine.
0: Yeah, it, that, that's the thing he's though. Like he's playing the
1: he's, uncertain young adult.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's not bad at all. It, it's just, it, it's distracting to me. Hmm.
1: Uh, um. Yeah, I don't think I've watched, um, Ferris Bueller enough times to make it an issue for me. <laughs> That's fair. I've seen it, like, once or twice, and that was, like, decades after seeing Lion King. Yeah.
0: I haven't watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off in forever. It's really fun, and then in, like, the last, what, 20, 30 minutes, it's just not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just... It's about anxiety, basically. Um, uh,
1: yeah, and I mean, and Ferris is just kind of a rich dick who's, you know... Yeah, kind of. Just up his own ass through the whole thing.
0: Yeah he gets his friend in a lot of trouble and then he fucks off. Yeah. um, And he just barely makes it to where he doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lion King, um, everything about it is really good. (laughs) Like, like there, there's no, like, I, I don't, I can't think of like a major flaw. Mm. Um, Like really?
1: No, it doesn't need a major flaw. It's just, you know, they they put their whole ass effort into that one.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's just really fucking good, um, and it, it's it, it's the best one. Like it 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 just is. Like 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 I, I can't I can't find an argument for it not being the best one um so yeah just if you haven't seen it then watch it um uh, i mean you probably already have if you're mm. interested in, in animation at all yeah um, timon and Pumba are actually funny which is not a thing you can say about a lot of um sidekick characters and disney movies
1: mm. Yeah, yeah, because you got them and you got Zazu as like the comedies of side characters to it. Who played Zazu? Um, Uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, I was gonna say Mr. Bean, but I wanted to remember his actual human name.
0: Yeah, I I just kind of want to watch it again uh let's stop the podcast
1: and just watch like okay yeah well I, we got a bunch of like i i barreled through a bunch of disney movies because i was on vacation and i'm like one i'm yeah. not doing anything and two i know when i get back i'm gonna be so exhausted and brain dead that i won't watch anything else so um so okay, i've been so we... aside from pixar which i haven't watched uh, you know all of them i i'm up to like treasure planet I don't remember if Lilo yeah. and Stitch or Treasure Planet technically came first. I haven't seen Lilo yet, but I, I got up I to like I think they Treasure were the Planet. same year. Yeah, I think they were both 2002. Um,
0: this list has Lilo and Stitch before Treasure Planet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I still need to watch that one, but I'm up to there. So, yeah, I sped ahead, but... <laughs> oh, oh boy, you're almost at home on the right <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah because not counting all the pixar ones there's lilo and stitch treasure planet brother bear and then home on the range yeah good lord did you watch dinosaur nope don't it's not
0: worth the time.
1: Nah, I'm i'm not bothering with that one like Pixar, I saw Toy Story and Bugs Life, and then because I was you know going right through the Disney animations, I haven't seen Toy Story two or Monsters Inc. yet.
0: Just skip ahead to Incredibles. Mm. Um, you you don't have to you don't have to cry at Toy Story two, or just be mildly amused at Monsters Inc. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Which I don't I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think Monsters Inc. is just okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember liking it.
0: Like it's it's fun, but like there's just not much to it at all. Yeah. Other than like a mild critique of uh, corporations. Mm. Um. But yeah.
1: Uh, Pocahontas, I think, is the next one after Lion King.
0: I don't. I don't even find any joy in ripping apart Pocahontas, because, like, it's not terrible. It's, it's just, like, they try to kind of both ways a thing that is a (laughs) one-way issue. (laughs) Uh, You know? Uh, And it, it doesn't really work. Um, Also, the animation just isn't as good, for the most part. Like, the, during mm. the musical segments, it's pretty. It's pretty great. Um, they go yeah. all out. The-
1: yeah, like like that's the thing I was saying with like Lion- in comparison with Lion King that like a lot of like the painted backgrounds are you know beautiful like when they shown like the uh, what was it London where they start the port at the beginning like yeah. all the backgrounds look really good and then the foregrounds There's- are just like flat color you know that no shading no lighting no no any kind of effects it's just you know flat run of the mill cartoon
0: yeah i don't i don't know if it was necessarily london but it was just like some port in britain yeah um yeah but it, it's like comparing the two it it looks really flat but it's also going for like a more realistic look so it was kind of always going to look kind of flat compared to the talking animal movie, I guess. But yeah, like even the, the backgrounds and the colors, it's just not there. Um, and until, until the musical segments, I, I will defend those, um, because they kind of go all out, um, for, you know, two minutes at a time. Um, Yeah, I I think the only one that really stands out is Colors of the Wind, which I've I've already said a lot is just amazing. (laughs) Like it's one of my favorite Disney musical sequences. Mm. Uh, And yeah, like the rest is is just kind of awkward because it's like, oh, John Smith is this fucking superhero. Uh, Like they 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 brought him to the new world to kill all the natives.
1: Yeah, and um, he brags about yeah. how he has apparently, like, killed a lot of natives in other places.
0: Yeah. And he's just going like he, around
1: like, yes, I killed all the sa-. He doesn't say where, but he's just, you know, the the Superman who they send around to kill all the savages. But then he sees this one hot one, and now he's, yeah. you know, reformed. <laughs> Except he still calls <laughs> so, them savages, and she's like, that's mean, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, he... The
0: power of his boner stops her from, stops him from murdering her, um, and then they have a song about it. Yeah, um,
1: and then after and the guy who she was betrothed to is mad about it, and uh, and both sides are wrong, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the 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 big warrior
0: who wants to marry Pocahontas. Um, Sees her talking to you know one of the guys that just shot at them for no reason,
2: yeah.
0: Um, and he he attacks uh, Smith and then he die- He gets shot by somebody else and dies. And, yeah, and then there's yeah, he, he the gets whole shot by Christian song. Bale.
1: Yeah. Christian, it, it, Christian Bale. Bale is voicing uh, <laughs> Thomas, I think the the yeah. young soldier guy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I cannot believe that I. Yeah. How did I not notice that? Jesus yeah. Christ! Because I've been looking at the credits to see the voice, the voices, because it's interesting. Um,
1: yeah, they get a lot of celebrities on these.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah, and then they have the the both sides thing where like. Oh, the natives has to have to be <laughs> the 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 bigger tribe and not uh, murder John Smith, um, so the colonists can be chill and not murder the entire tribe. Isn't isn't that nice? Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's you know, just like, not that good. While I
1: was watching and I started reading up on the history, and I'm like yeah the, the, there's just a lot of yeah. gross stuff that happen that they don't even touch on in this
0: no yeah just don't don't read up on it if you value your sanity mm. <laughs> um, yeah Pocahontas, not very good but the songs are so yeah that's uh, that's a thing Watch Colors Out the wind on YouTube that's my recommendation um because it's still really good. Like, one of the best Disney songs. Um, just maybe... You know what? Even in context, it's really good. Because it's like the the only time... Or at least the first time when she's like, Dude, shut the fuck up and listen. Mm. Um, you don't know everything about everything.
1: Yeah, like, have you um, even talked to a tree? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just sit down and ask that bobcat why he's grinning oh
0: god um
1: yeah it, it's
0: uh um anyway uh what's what's the other
1: movies um, oh then we get into the 1995
0: trifecta oh a goofy movie oh, um actually I guess Pocahontas movie. was
1: the part of the 1995 Th- yeah yeah i keep thinking that one's 94 but no i think that one was 95 because it's that toy story and uh yeah cause goofy movie like ni-
0: 1993 doesn't have them so well, 1994 oh. is lion king
1: okay yeah because for some reason i keep thinking 93 is lion king and 94 is pocahontas so i'm off by yeah. a year on those
0: yeah um yeah a goofy movie it's, it's it's just really fun like the 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 music is surprisingly good for one like for basically a, a movie that Disney put on the back burner um you know like that didn't have a full release mm. I, I, I think it had like a, a it might have had a full theatrical release I think we looked this up before the in it, it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, cuz I mean cause I think limited. it was it was animated I want to say it was animated by their Okay, I'm looking at it now. Goofy yeah. Movie 1995 American animated musical comedy adventure film produced by Disney Movie Tunes, uh and Walt Disney Television Animation. So it was like made yeah. by their television group. Uh um, Yeah, I
0: I think it was one of the first uh movies they made before they went like all straight to video.
1: Yeah, like I don't, because there was also the Duck Ducktales Treasure of the Lost Lamp or something, and I don't know if that one was like a direct to video movie or. Uh,
0: I, I, I think it is.
1: Okay, a goofy movie was released theatrically in the United States and Canada on April seventh, nineteen ninety-five, by Walt Disney Pictures. Um, its initial release made a meager impression at the box office and received mixed reviews. However, with its home media release, the film garnered a cult following and became a more prominent property with Disney. A direct-to-video sequel titled An Extremely Goofy Movie was released in 2000. So, okay. So it, it came out in April in theaters and did okay. Not amazing. Yeah. But then, you know, caught on through uh home media and probably like showing it on the disney channel and stuff
0: yeah it uh i wonder if it not doing well in theaters is why all the other movies from that studio went direct to video Mm,
1: like i think i feel like some of their like probably return of was return of Jafar? In uh, theaters at all? Like, a lot of those, I, like, I sequels, some of them, I know some of them got theatrical releases. Like, they did, like, Maybe a Peter did. Pan spin off, and I think that one was in theaters.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. Um,. All I'm saying is I don't think Cinderella 2 was in theaters.
1: <laughs> yeah, Return of Jafar was direct-to-video. I mean, bring that Goofy... Um, uh, I guess you can keep talking about Goofy movie while I research what um, happened with uh, Disney movie tunes.
0: So, it, it's... I, I don't really know why I like a, a Goofy movie so much, uh, to be honest, because it, it's kind of just... Oh, the, this high schooler... Um, and his dad can't communicate, and then they go on a road trip, and then they still can't communicate. But by the end, they learn how to communicate, mm. um, and that's that's a very basic, uh, uh, you know, premise and progression. Yeah. Uh, um, but for some, for some reason, having the dad be goofy just really works. Mm. Uh, and I mean, I haven't seen Goof Troop, and. Probably like over 20 years. Um, like I, I watched it when I was a kid, but I, I don't I don't even know what Max was all about in that show. Um, I think he was
1: just like the cool kid. It was like his yeah, like
0: the, thing. the 90s cool kid. Um, and then at, at the beginning of a goofy movie, they age him up to where he's in high school. Um, and he's apparently a loser, but he pulls off like one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen yeah
1: for... i mean, he he's that nineties like grungy skateboarder cool loser yeah like the the person they tell you is a loser, even though he's... everyone seems to love him. He's Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah he's just he just doesn't have good self-esteem even though he is very popular
0: yeah yeah like he 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 crashes the the principal's uh speech uh on the last day of school and does like a a pop band performance mm. um, and everybody loves him now um, and he gets invited to a party. Um, and he gets to go with the girl he likes. and then his dad, goofy, is like, "I don't want to see you end up in the electric chair. Let's go fishing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because goofy all throughout the movie is getting bad advice, like parenting advice from Pete. Uh, the like overbearing father who's you know, his neighbor, like pete is the one telling him like you need to be hard on your kid because otherwise you know they're gonna get in trouble or whatever and he's just planting all these like bad ideas on goofy who then you know turns that into like oh i want to bond with my son and um i you know i'm not aware that he has other plans and he doesn't want to say that he has other plans because he's embarrassed
0: right Right, like, uh, Goofy doesn't ask Max if he wants to go, he just says we're going.
1: Yeah, 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 because Pete's um, telling him you need to have a strong hand with your son and you, know, you need to tell him what to do and show him that yeah. you're the boss.
0: Yeah, and, and it's like Max gets home from the last day of school before summer vacation Um, and then within two minutes, like he doesn't even walk through the front door within two minutes, he's in a car and is going on a trip, uh, all the way across the country. Like apparently they live in New York city, which is a thing I didn't realize.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and they're driving to like
1: California. What was it? Well, I, it's the, I think, like, the map at the know. end, they were, like... Because I think it showed, like, the map. The, they were in California. Yeah. It's like, you take a left to get to Los Angeles, you take a right to go to the uh, the fishing site.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't remember if Goofy's destination was in California or not. It doesn't really matter. It's, like, on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, eventually they... They have a lot of arguments, um, but ev- eventually uh, Goofy starts to trust Max um, and he gives him the map and then uh, Max is like, hey, I'm going to go to LA because I told the girl I like that I'm going to be on stage with the most uh, <laughs> the most famous pop idol in the world, uh, mm-hmm. Powerline, which by the way, the music... <laughs> I legitimately like power the power line music, even though it's very just like nineties boy band pop. Yeah. Um, it's like a Prince or a Michael Jackson, uh, the style, but, uh, anyway, he, he tells the girl like, yeah, we're going to go on stage. That's why we're driving to LA. Um, just a complete lie. Um, mm. So yeah, Max. Max tells Goofy to go to L.A., but Goofy knows he found out earlier that they changed the map. Um, and then the shenanigans happens, and the car ends up in a river.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because uh. I think like like the the scene because you know I, I I I'm the the movie was fine I think, but like the scene that really stood out to me is like the best scene. Was that scene where, yeah, like, cause Goofy, cause Max and his friend PJ, Pete's son, um, you know, forged the map to trick Goofy to taking him to LA to the concert. And then yeah. Pete finds out about it and tells Goofy. And Goofy wants to trust Max, but also knows that Max has betrayed him. Uh, so he, you know, gives Max the map and they are driving to, you know, a fork in the road and he's telling him like, Max, you need to tell me which way to go. And Goofy knows full well if Max is lying to him here. Um, and just, you know, the way they illustrate like Goofy's like betrayal and anger when Max tells him to take the left turn instead of the right turn. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's,
0: there's, there's legitimate tension there. Yeah. Like it, it, it's,
1: it's like, like they just really capture that kind of quiet, like, growing anger in Goofy.
0: Yeah, like, it's it's, they they really balance the mix of, like, anger and sadness and disappointment like, yeah. all in one. Uh, like, it, it's it's really good, and then he, he just yeah, stops the car on top yeah, of a mountain.
1: He, he, yeah, he pulls over, and he's, you know, fuming, and he gets out, and Max gets out to apologize, and then, Goofy being Goofy, he didn't leave the parking brake on, and the car rolls away, and they have to chase it into a river. Yeah. And
0: Yeah, and then they're, they're stuck with each other, floating on top of the car uh, down the river, and then they have a heart-to-heart conversation, and they sing a song about it. Um, and then <laughs> eventually the car goes over a waterfall but they have a they make like a parachute out of something that was in the car something that was foreshadowed earlier and they just like somehow just end up right on the concert venue uh, it, it everything just gets really convenient near the end doesn't it
1: yeah they got a movie to wrap up
0: Yeah.
1: Also, I did find the history of Disney Toon Studios and their movies and, you know, what they came out So their first movie was DuckTales, the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp, which was released theatrically in August of 1990. It didn't do well. Um, Then they did Return of Jafar, direct-to-video, and then they did a Goofy movie released theatrically. Again, didn't really do well. Um, And then they made a whole bunch of... Direct to video sequels and stuff up until Return to Neverland in 2002, which got a theatrical release. Um, and then they did more sequels, and then Jungle Book 2 and Piglet's Big Movie got theatrical releases in 2003. And then some more direct to video stuff. Um, Pooh's Heffalump movie got a theatrical. Bambi 2 got a theatrical. Um, all the Tinkerbell movies got theatrical, and oh, yeah. Planes and Those Planes okay. Fire and Rescue got theatrical, and that was... <laughs> yeah, the their end was 2008 to 2015 doing a whole bunch of Tinkerbell movies and also the Planes movies. That's a sad end. Yeah.
0: They had some good stuff.
1: Yeah, no, they up until like the mid-late 2000s thousands, were doing like sequels and prequels to the big animated movies and then they just became the Tinkerbell Factory.
0: Which isn't the worst thing to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't actually seen any like of those, those movies so I don't know how good they are quality-wise. It looks like those were animated, I guess because they were CG, those were all animated by a different group. Because a lot of their... Other movies were Disney Animation France, Japan, and Australia. And then it's Prana Studios that did all the CG stuff. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it looks like the last one by one of... You know, Disney Animation Australia was doing it mostly toward the end. And their last one was Cinderella 3.
0: (laughs) Which... I I still haven't seen, but I've heard a lot of good things about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the one where they finally decided to just go crazy with it and say, "What if there was time travel in Cinderella?"
0: Yeah, yeah. They decided they decided to essentially turn it into a comedy, yeah. which which is a good idea um, when you're making Cinderella three. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, I think I've seen Cinderella two, and that one was just like a bunch of vignettes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, all those direct video sequels, like there's like three good ones, right? And mm. and like all the other ones are just kind of throwaway. Um, I'm kind of interested in Pocahontas too. though.
1: Mm. Yeah, like that one. Like I remember seeing it as a kid and just being like surprised. How much they actually... Because I didn't know the history, but I, I watched and say, wait, she, okay, so she's marrying a different guy than John Smith now? Which, historically, she did. Uh, I mean, historically, John Smith, you know, kind of just got on the bandwagon of Pocahontas stories after she'd become famous. Um, you know, the whole thing about her saving his life was from an account that he wrote after she was already famous. So, who knows yeah. if that actually happened. Um, and then, yeah, the whole thing with her going back to London, I didn't know that was a thing until I saw that movie and then looked into it. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I know that's a thing that actually happened. Um, but, yeah, because I, like, I don't know the details of it, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, she also died pretty young, so, yeah, history. But, um,. As as far as those like animated sequels go, I think Aladdin 3 might be my favorite of them.
0: Yeah, because I've seen all the Aladdin ones. I think Return of Jafar is decent. Um,
1: yeah, the last time I watched it, it didn't hold up that well. It's it's like a, an episode of the cartoon as far as like the quality of the animation and yeah. the story goes but I think you know, in, like, Prince of Thieves or King of Thieves uh, has some pretty good original songs to it
0: hmm. that'd be interesting maybe I'll watch them probably not maybe I'll tack it on to the end
1: mm. yeah just go through a bunch
0: of movies uh,
1: the the other uh, the direct-to-video sequels they did Return of Jafar or Land of the King of Thieves Pooh's Grand Adventure The Search for Christopher Robin Beauty and the Beast The Enchanted Christmas Belle's Magical World Pocahontas 2 Journey to a New World Lion King 2 Simba's Pride aka the Romeo and Juliet one which I guess quality wise is a little better than most of them Uh, another Winnie the Pooh one extremely goofy movie Little Mermaid 2 Return to the Sea Uh, Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True Hunchback 2 Very Merry Pooh Year um atlantis milo's <laughs> return which was just three episodes of a canceled cartoon stapled together uh lion king one and a half well, it was kind of fun i think probably maybe um springtime with rue mickey donald goofy the three musketeers mickey's twice upon a christmas mulan 2 pooh's heffalump movie tarzan 2 aka the prequel uh lion uh, lilo and stitch 2 stitch has a glitch Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie, not to be confused with Pooh's Heffalump movie. Kronk's New Groove, Bambi 2, Brother oh, yeah. Bear 2, Fox and the Hound 2, Cinderella 3, uh, Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That That's Dude, what they got. You
0: want to know something interesting about Return of Jafar? Mm. Um, that's the plot of the... Uh Aladdin level and Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh. Because they, they do the rough plot of the first movie in Kingdom Hearts. Of and then Iago the, gets they, they out of the like, lamp
1: first and becomes friends yeah. with them and then turns yeah, on Jafar. And,
0: yeah, they're like, do we trust him or not? Um And then at the end they're like, oh yeah, I guess we can. Hmm. Um. It, it's it's kind of weird to think like how how many of the Kingdom Hearts levels just don't follow <laughs> the plot of the movies at all, mm. um, and how like sometimes that's a really good idea, um, like in in Hercules, like the 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 whole Hercules level is kind of just a, like a, a fight a fight arena, mm. um, like there's a there's a short story uh like at the beginning, but it's it's like here just kill all these enemies and then do it again uh, sixty more times mm. um, um but yeah it, it it's like after the movie where Hercules is already a hero um and they're they're setting up for the games um but then there, there's like Aladdin. Where it's just the plot of the movie, just a- abbreviated, mm. you know, like they don't they don't do the whole he's a prince uh, thing. Mm. It's just oh, Aladdin has the lamp and he needs help because Jafar has kidnapped Jasmine. Mm. Uh, do all the stuff.
1: Um, and then they did the Frozen one where you're just helping Olaf. Yeah. Rebuild himself. Well, so oh, K- Kingdom I'll
0: Hearts, sing. Kingdom Hearts three is just terrible about it. Mm. <laughs> like they, they just copy the, the story beats verbatim. They don't change anything. Uh, it, it's it's really lazy. Like the the Monsters Inc. one, I think, is the only one where it, it's kind of decent, where the, the the Disney characters actually interact with the world around them. Mm. Um, or, I guess, the worlds that are invading them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember the um, Toy Story one was just, like, Woody giving big anime speeches. Yeah. And
0: Buzz was just around.
1: Yeah. Um, so, let's see.
0: It was
1: Goofy Movie and then Toy Story
0: was 95. Yeah, I I've always loved Toy Story. Um, it, it doesn't really hold up visually at all, but Mm. considering that it was like the first, uh, 3d animated, like feature length movie ever made, um, Hey, they did a great job. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, it was smarter than, you know, in like the early CG days to try to Pick things that would already have like segmented bodies to do your your animation around because the animation is going to be blocky anyway. Yeah. So like toys and bugs and stuff, they can you know pull that off better than making like a smooth. You know, he, like like when the human characters show up in Toy Story, they they look weird.
0: Yeah, they're they're kind of ugly. Um. Weirdly enough, like the vehicles look pretty good. Mm. Um,
1: well, yeah, because you know anything with like hard edges and corners, and yeah, that you know, don't yeah. have to have like fluid movement to them that they can pull right. that off,
0: right? Um, I mean, the story is just like, what is the villain? Mm.
2: <laughs>
0: it's he's he's a villain protagonist, uh, or maybe. I think kind of that might be kind of unfair. Um, yeah, like, I mean, does...
1: I, I would be curious to see what the original, because I know there was like originally a more adult script to it. Like that's why their names are Woody and Buzz. But uh, <laughs> that it was, and even like like I didn't know Joss Whedon was one of the writers on Toy Story. Yeah, it was, like in the credits that's... for it, and that's probably where like a lot of the snark comes from. But. Yeah. I don't know what the original you know like edgy Katzenberg script they had was
0: yeah I'd be curious because it doesn't like there I, I haven't seen the fourth one yet but like even in the sequels like it doesn't really get more adult like there there's yeah. occasional like that they 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 do the really sad moments um but like there's still not much like a adult like maybe some of the barbie ken jokes in the third one i don't remember
1: Mm, yeah Um, no not really though yeah i haven't seen
0: that one in like 10 years so uh,
1: yeah no i mean it it never gets you know even on like a shrek level of like adult humor it, it never quite goes like that yeah. Uh Hunchback I think was the next one. Oh, that one's so good. Mm.
0: Um, it's not a kids' movie, like at all. Yeah. Like I don't care how many scenes they throw in with the gargoyles, it's it's just fucking dark. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, I mean yeah, like they <laughs> shove all the gargoyles in there to have something to put in the trailers to get the kids to show up.
0: Yeah. Like if if anyone says the gargoyles ruin the movie, they like like you can ignore them. They 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 don't show up that often. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I mean they're they're jarring, but yeah. And even like compared to the original novel, it's not as dark as that. But compared to like any other Disney movie, it's definitely uh, a level that they usually don't go.
0: Yeah. Um... <laughs> It's like, hey, uh, let's tackle racism and religion. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, and like, uh, and on, you know, because I know one of the criticisms of it is like uh, that um, Quasimodo and Esmeralda don't end up together at the end. But like on rewatch, I, yeah, it, that feels like the right choice. Because yeah. he wasn't really in love with her so much as he was just in love with. Someone being nice to him for once in his life. Yeah. And that he uh, actually realizes and accepts that by the end.
0: Right. It, uh, it, it's... Like, I don't... I don't necessarily want the protagonist to get the girl every single movie. Mm. Um.
1: Yeah, I mean, because what he gets at the end is accept like public yes. acceptance, right. which is right. what he wanted. He, like he doesn't need sex or love, you know, that, like romantic love. He just wants people to be nice to him, and and that yeah, that's what he gets from that.
0: Right. He wants to be able to leave the bell tower without being massacred yeah. um, by the populace. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, like, like Esmeralda it, ending up with Phoebus, like that's fine. It's you know better than the original book where she just dies. Yeah, um, and he's kind of a fun character, you know. Like as like the charming, princely types go, he's you know he's like he's, yeah. like genuinely like roguishly charming.
0: He he's he is the best version of like a neutral good character. Yeah. Or, uh, what, what's the... What's that?
1: Um. I mean, he's either lawful good or neutral good, depending, you know, he's not... I guess he's not strictly lawful. I mean, I mean, he, he's yeah. willing to look the other way when he knows that the law is wrong.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, like, he, he still has a personality, he's still charming, um. And he's just not a dick about it. Yeah. He's he's like the best version of Gaston. Mm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, Where well, he's just not a complete dick. Um, actually, now that I think about it, uh, Frollo has a lot of Gaston in him, doesn't he? Just uh, frail and old instead of uh, young and strong.
1: Um, I guess.
0: Just with the, with the that whole um uh the whole the woman is either with me or she's dead Mm. Uh, yeah (laughs) i mean motivation
1: yeah like with him i read it as more it's more of a religious thing than a thing about like his own pride like with gaston it's that he loves himself so much that he believes everyone else you know should love him as much as he loves himself with frollo like they changed it so he's a judge instead of a priest probably does you know prevent pissing off religious people even more than they already will um but it's still you know that like kind of religious guilt of you know that like he is he is like sexually attracted to esmeralda but he you know knows that like outside of marriage that is a thing he can't have and so like he hates he he's basically he's an incel like uh Fro, frollo is an incel because religion has made it so that like, he can't accept his feelings of attraction and so he's turned that into anger directed at the object of his attraction and made it so like it, it's her yeah. fault that he's horny for her and she either needs to marry him or die because he can't accept that he's horny for her.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's also touching on like the very, uh, European thing of, uh, like, I, I say European, um,
2: mm.
0: European based thing of like, Hey, look at this, uh, Look at these brown people. Um, Don't you Mm. hate them? Also, aren't they hot? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, we we just had Pocahontas.
1: (laughs) I don't know. That's that's strictly a European thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Although, I guess in that sense, yeah, the white Americans are of European descent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they weren't Americans; they were British. Mm. The the Brits think they're not European either, though. So, yeah. um.
1: <laughs> it, it it's just like I'm sure it happens in other cultures too. It's just like an exotic exoticization yeah. of like the other you know uh this like outsider thing that is simultaneously like, yeah too weird and different from yourself and that's bad but also hey maybe it's kind of hot
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean people wanted to fuck the tall vampire lady so um, yeah uh you know um anyway hellfire um is also one of the best disney songs out there like the maybe not the best singing but like the best orchestration and the best uh animation like some of it anyway it's up there
1: uh, mm. yeah
0: yeah, uh, like a lot I mean, of that- the
1: songs in hunchback are like just really like some some of the songs are like okay that that's kind of weird and dumb but then like the standout ones really stand out you know yeah there's like, uh, hellfire, god Fire, the yeah, yeah god help the outcasts also... hellfire the bells of notre dame at the beginning uh like that oh, yeah. one's really good um yeah yeah
0: there's, there's a bunch of them i i like, I, I, do, I do wish that there was, like, a slightly more adult version without the Gargoyles, or at least without the, the like, what would you call it? Um, at least without the Gargoyles, like, made for eight-year-olds mm. uh, to try to sell more tickets because it's a Disney movie.
1: I mean, there's definitely got to be other adaptations. I don't know how much they'll get into, like, the really dark parts of that book. Yeah, like I know Esmeralda dies at the end in in the original. I
0: haven't actually read
1: it. Mm, should I look up a summary?
0: I don't uh, know if we want can. to keep
1: barreling ahead in uh, topics. I or... mean, I'm
0: almost I'm almost out of Disney movies. Other than that, it's just oh, yeah. start Star musicals, which we've already talked about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rewatching Hercules made me realize it's uh, basically a Superman movie.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, which, I mean, you know, saying that Superman is partially, like, based on uh, Greek hero myths is not, would not be a, a false statement.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, like, yeah, I mean the, the 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 Disney Hercules is not like accurate to the Greek uh, version of Hercules, like barely at all. Um, you know, the the first thing being uh, that Hercules is Hera's kid, which is uh, definitely not a thing. Mm,
1: yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah, they can't have Zeus turning into a swan and banging other women in the Disney version.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, instead of falling from heaven, or Olympus, but it's not a mountain, it's just like clouds. Mm. So, heaven. Um, you know, in the original myth, he was just a, a demigod uh, <laughs> because it was just fucked a random woman that he thought was hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the. And then they they just like roll right over
1: the, um. The the 12 trials. The bulk of the original stories are like. Isn't Hercules so cool? How he beat the Hydra and the Nemean Lion and, you know, all all these different beasts that he defeated. And that's all just, you know, uh, action montage of yeah. performing heroic deeds to try to get back into Olympus. Yeah. Um and then like they made Megara, yeah, like is, I don't know in the original story how much time he actually spent with Megara, it seemed like it's usually just about the tragedy of him, you know, flying yeah. into a rage and killing her, but uh you know, they made her more of a character in this. Yeah.
0: They made her like a very non-standard uh, Hollywood woman, mm. uh, which, uh, which I mean, I, I guess like along with like Esmeralda is uh, a trend now. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, but, like, like definitely Mag- uh, in... Magara, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say like all all these '90s movies definitely like there's like a overarching theme of like world culture of them like trying to explore like different myths from different parts of the world or like different stories or settings or like, I don't know, like something about these. this block in particular feels like they were really like, you know, we're in France and now we're in sort of India, Middle East, and now we're in Africa and now we're in North America and now we're in, uh, uh, I guess France again, but different part of france yeah. um and now we're in greece and now we're in south africa or the jungles of africa or whatever wherever tarzan ship sank um you know i don't know it just it felt like like they they were going for diversity in a way that i don't know that they necessarily did before or after yeah m- most of uh
0: most of the Disney movies before just like vaguely European. Yeah. <laughs> That's our stories. Yeah. Like a um, lot of
1: European fairy tales. And then like the stuff after, well, like the, there was, you know, the, the weird transitional two thousands phase. And then like the 2010s phase, I think feels more like them grappling with their own legacy of like what it is yeah. people expect from a Disney movie and trying to like play into and play off of that.
0: Yeah, like I mean, Princess and the Frog is uh, kind of weird that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they they made it take place like um, I wouldn't say modern day, but
1: it was nineteen um, twenties, like turn of the century. Yeah,
0: like Yeah, like early early twentieth century. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, US. like that one. They were intentionally going for like a Renaissance vibe to it, and then like Tangled and yeah. Frozen and moana and you know all it's like we're doing these new princess movies but we're still like we know what people expect from a princess movie and we're trying to play into that but also we're going to change it up and um yeah like it's just it's it's gotten too well and and yeah now they've gotten (laughs) back into it's looped around and now they've gotten back into the uh endless sequels that tanked them before except now they're like you know, theatrical, big-budget, endless sequels. Instead of just another, direct-to-video cash grabs.
0: Another to the point where they're just, like, rejecting, like, the whole renaissance philosophy entirely.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. It's just like the,
0: it's, it's what they're known for.
1: Yeah, it's like the, the they built up this thing of expectations, and now they're, like, struggling with what to do with that. I guess I don't know. Um, yeah,
0: like 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 they they think the problem is uh, the formula, yeah. yeah, not that they didn't do a good version of the formula.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, it's like they know the formula. They know people know the formula, so they're trying to mess with the formula, and like it worked in Frozen where they're like well actually the true love is between sisters and not romantic love and actually the villain is this guy like the prince who was set up to be seemingly a good guy but then he's not um but then then that just kind of led to you know all all these other stories where they're like well what if the villain wasn't a villain and uh (laughs) <laughs> and then it's like like yes that's a level of complexity that people will nitpick your movies over if you know it's like well why is the villain a villain but at the same time people like that simplicity uh so yeah they i don't know i think they're overthinking things too much with a lot of their newer projects yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, when do you tell me that the recent
1: one. Oh yeah, it was Strange World where they're just like tying themselves up in knots of like we've got three generations of family trauma, that you know, <laughs> b- between these like different parenting styles and expectations, and also it's about climate change and and uh, you know, and it, it, it's like they just have like a checklist of all the things that they think people care about, but then you know, people didn't actually care about this one, at least, because yep. it just didn't really have much focus to it. It's just it's a bunch like of new ideas all piled on top of each other.
0: They can't even go the easy route of, like, making uh, making a, a big CEO a villain. Mm. Where it's like, hey, this is commentary, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, uh but anyway, uh mm. I
1: also, I found the, the plot Hercules. to hunch back if we wanted to read that. That's, uh let's
0: finish up okay. Hercules real quick yeah. first. Um Like I don't have much to say about it. Like it's just it's just pretty good. Yeah I'm- um like the 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 gospel songs are fun, all the other songs are not great. But good, yeah. Like they, I mean, they, it, they do what they need. It's to do. all,
1: it's good, it's fun. The animation, they definitely go a little more stylish than they usually yeah. do. They, they're trying to get like some Greek affects in there with the way they do the swirls and curls on things. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like when a when a character is a side profile, it, it looks like a, it looks like ancient Greek art. Yeah, um, yeah. It's
1: like vase paintings.
0: Yeah, and, and then. <laughs> And then all, all of the, um, I, I just completely forgot what I was going to say. Halfway. halfway well,
1: I like halfway how through in like sentence. the montages and stuff, like they'll do actual vase paintings and like tile art and yeah, know, some, some,
0: other I, I, stuff I, I like that the muses, um, come through art as art. Yeah. Like they, they don't exist in the world unless, uh, they they come through like as a sculpture or a painting or something. Yeah. Um, but also like they they mix they mix up so much Greek and Roman terminology that I find it kind of annoying and distracting.
1: Mm. Um Yeah. Yeah. Because we got Hercules, but it's Zeus instead of Jupiter as his father. Yeah. And Hades and, instead of Pluto. Like, that would have been and confusing like, like, if they'd made Pluto. You know, the villain is Pluto.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just give him a dog head. Yeah. Um. And and like when uh, pain and panic are hiding and uh, they want Hercules to rescue them, like as kids, they like call IX Yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's Roman numerals. I get it, but do you get it? <laughs>
1: Mm. Uh, yeah so, i guess not enough people would uh even yeah, you know, like i know some greek letters i don't know greek numbers uh, you know what what the yeah. number system was
0: um but yeah i mean it, it's it's a good movie it's not a great movie mm. like it's it's very fun but it, it's that there's not much to it
1: yeah I, I mean it's one of my favorites but my favorites tend to be based on fun over technical quality like yeah. i'll still you know for talking technical quality lion king is still just far and away the best one yeah and also it's a fun movie so you know it's it's not even like grudging to call it the best one
0: yeah and and like for for all i said like Megara's fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and
1: yeah, she has an impossibly tiny a, waist and a fun, sassy attitude. Yeah.
0: Actor. She has an a, an impossibly tiny waist, which just which just makes her boobs look huge. Yeah. Um. And also, uh, she has a fun little song in the middle. Yeah. Right before Hades comes in and is like, "Hey, fuck you."
1: Yeah yeah she's she's fun and sassy and confident,
0: yeah um, they had fun animating her I know that mm. because like every every movement she makes is just like it's all hips and hair, yeah uh, so yeah um, but yeah, it's fun. Mm. Uh, I, I don't have that much else to say about it because it doesn't, you know, it's not, it's not trying to be this big dramatic thing like, you know, Hunchback is or even Lion King. Mm. Um, It's just, hey, he's a true hero now. And yeah, it is just Superman at that point.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing, you know, it's he, you know, like as a baby... You know, was raised, separated from his parents and has some amount of superpowers and he's like raised with like a humble farmer parent and, um, uh, and then discovers the space dad, uh, who's his real dad, and, you know, like he's like inherited superpowers from and, uh, wants him to go, you know, out in the world and perform you know heroic deeds and protect people and stuff and then he travels to the big city i mean just even like the whole like himbo farm boy who travels to the big city to be a hero (laughs) thing like that that's just a superman story um yeah like the whole character you know because like in like mythology hercules is usually like like has like a pride problem you know he's, he's like angry and proudful and and that's not like this hercules is like the humble hero guy you know more of the superman yeah. clark kent type um you know just
0: to the point where like they're even looking for his weaknesses and like oh he doesn't have any
1: yeah <laughs>
0: like his 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 only weakness was love which is just kind of it's a very hollywood thing yeah
1: yeah <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's a weakness, in the you know it's a way that Hades can manipulate him.
0: Yeah. Um. They do reference. They do reference Oedipus, though. Mm. Yeah, I uh, thought I had
2: problems. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> That's a joke for the parents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, Hercules and and uh, romance is actually pretty cute. Mm. Uh, like maybe not their first meeting, but like when they they actually go on a date and they get back and they're just talking. Like it, it's actually pretty cute, even with the tension of like, oh, she's trying to find his weakness.
1: Yeah, I mean, like they do have like a Superman and Lois dynamic to that. Of
0: yeah, you know, him being yeah. the
1: humble one and her being like the clever one. She is
0: very Lois, isn't she? Yeah, she she's like specifically the '90s cartoon Superman Lois too. Yeah, Um, very, very upfront and sassy. Yeah, Um, yeah. You're not wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I think they knew what they were doing with with that. They were just you know playing into this like type of story that they know works.
0: Yeah, and then they, they also did the theme of, like, oh, uh, Greek heroes are, like, modern athletes, which, I, like, like I said in the Discord, like, it makes sense, mm. but it, it does come off kind of weird to me. Um, you know, we're like, oh, there's, there's just, like, a few dozen people in this arena, uh, 50 feet away from a Hydra, mm. and they're watching Hercules fight it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean i guess that was also the time because uh the 90s was like hey michael jordan exists isn't he cool
1: yeah yeah well yeah yeah trying to like show his rise to celebrity through you know like feats of physical prowess yeah i guess it makes
0: sense it's just it's a weird theme to to throw in mm. Um also Danny DeVito. He can't sing, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> aside, aside from that, he's great as Phil. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. That's all I've got for Hercules.
1: Okay. Um So the original plot of the Hunchback of Notre Dame per Wikipedia uh, the story is set in Paris in fourteen eighty two during the reign of Louis the Ninth, or no eleventh um, numbers. Uh, Esmeralda, a beautiful sixteen year old Roman dancer, is the romantic and sexual interest <laughs> of many men, including Captain Phoebus de Chappetour Chet- Chetepers, um, poet Pierre Gringoire. Uh, The hunchback cathedral bell ringer Quasimodo and his guardian, Archdeacon Claude Frollo. Frollo is torn between his obsessive lust for Esmeralda and the rules of the Notre Dame Cathedral. He orders Quasimodo to kidnap her, but Quasimodo is captured by Phoebus and his guards. After he saves her, Esmeralda becomes besotted with Phoebus. Gringor, who attempted to help Esmeralda but was knocked out by Quasimodo, unwittingly wanders into the Court of Miracles, populated by the Roma and the Truans. Uh, they are about to hang him for being an outsider, but Esmeralda saves him by agreeing to marry him for four years. The following day, Quasimodo is sentenced to be flogged and turned in, uh, turned on the pillory for two hours, followed by another hours of public exposure. He calls for water. Esmeralda, seeing his thirst, approaches the public stocks and offers him a drink of water. It saves him and she captures his heart. Later, Frollo follows Phoebus to an inn where he plans to meet Esmeralda and watches as Phoebus seduces her. Inflamed with jealousy, Frollo stabs Phoebus. Esmeralda is arrested and charged with the attempted murder of Phoebus and also with witchcraft and is sentenced to death by hanging. While imprisoned, awaiting her execution, Esmeralda is visited by Frollo. The archdeacon professes his love for her and promises to help her escape if she reciprocates. However, recognizing him as Phoebus's true attacker, she angrily rebuffs him. As Esmeralda is being led to the gallows, Quasimodo swings down from Notre Dame and carries her off to the to the cathedral, temporarily protecting her under the law of sanctuary from arrest. Frollo delves deeper into his obsession and gets frustrated with his plan failing. Upon seeing Esmeralda and Quasimodo when going to meet the latter, he grows jealous. That night, he breaks into Esmeralda's cell with his master key and attempts to rape her. Quasimodo intervenes and beats him, almost throwing him off the cathedral before the moonlight reveals his identity. Frollo kicks Quasimodo and declares to Esmeralda that if he can't save her, no one will. Frollo later informs Gringor that the Court of Parliament has voted to remove Esmeralda's right of sanctuary, Sanctuary, so she can no longer seek shelter in the cathedral, and will be taken away to be executed. Clopin trollafu the leader of the Roma, hears the news, and Gringore, uh, and uh, from Gingor and rallies the Court of Miracles to charge Notre Dame and rescue Esmeralda. Quasimodo incorrectly assumes the approaching Roma intent to harm Esmeralda and drives them off. As Quasimodo defends the cathedral against the invaders, the uproar reaches the king, who is incorrectly informed that those attacking the cathedral are eager for Esmeralda's hanging rather than trying to rescue her. The king orders the authorities to dispatch the invaders and calls for Esmeralda's immediate, uh, immediate execution to settle the unrest. In the chaos, Esmeralda is taken from the cathedral by Frollo and Gringor. Frollo once again attempts to win Esmeralda's love, but she asserts that she would rather die than be with him. Frollo goes to alert the authorities while trapping Esmeralda with Sister Gudule, a reclusive anchoress who bears an extreme hatred for the Roma as she believes they cannibalized her infant daughter. However, it is revealed that Gudule is really Esmeralda's birth mother, and that Esmeralda is Gudule's long-lost daughter Agnes, abducted and raised by the Roma. The two women's joyous reunion is cut short when the king's men arrive to take Esmeralda to the gallows. A desperate Gudule clings to Esmeralda even as she is taken to the place of execution. The guards pull the old woman off her daughter, and she falls to the pavement and dies from the harsh impact. From the Tower of Notre Dame, Frollo and Quasimodo witness as Esmeralda is hanged. Upon observing this, Quasimodo pushes the archdeacon from the height of the cathedral to his death. With nothing left to live more, Quasimodo vanishes and is never seen again. In the epilogue, a deformed skeleton is found many years later embracing another in the charnel house, implying that Quasimodo had sought Esmeralda among the decaying corpses and laid down to die while holding her. As the guards attempt to pull the skeletons apart, his skeleton crumbles to dust. The end.
0: So it was a happy ending.
1: Yeah. So, like, a lot of the beats were there in the movie, but they moved them all around and made it not miserable.
0: Yeah. They they made it um, slightly less rapey. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, is good for a kid's movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite as well i mean the movie's not really tragic you know like everybody who should have a happy ending has their happy yeah. ending yeah i mean the circumstances
0: are tragic but i mean the circumstances of every movie are tragic that's what conflict is yeah yeah so i mean that that's a. um also there were no singing girls <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. Uh it's probably a closer plot wise to than most of the the Disney um adaptations actually. Mm. Like they they definitely um you know scrubbed down a lot of the uh harsher bits, but like it the 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 basic uh the basics of the story are still there. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah and like they humanize quasimodo a little more you know like giving him like actual like like well i mean one making him like the center of the story because the original it's esmeralda you know even like the whole thing with the the dead parent um like that was you know quasimodo's mother who was murdered on the steps not esmeralda's um but yeah Uh, so so anyway
0: we both watched starship yeah yeah because yeah the only (laughs) other topics
1: i have are Starkid musicals the only new one i've seen was starship um which i bought on dvd from their shop and then it turned out it's actually older than twisted it just happened to still have dvd copies of it i guess um i mean it was good it's like three hours long so it's it's a bit too long they do a lot of fun puppet yeah. effects on it.
0: Yeah, I I really liked it. Um, yeah. You like, know, it's, like, it's not my favorite, but... Uh,
1: yeah, I mean... Yeah, like the... It, 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 the, the plot, it's, it's, like, starship troopers from the perspective of the bugs. And also, there's, yeah, you know, I some... You know, there's a mix of, like, Alien and, like, other movies... You know, the, those, like, sci- 80s and 90s sci-fi action movies um there's a guy who is basically solid snake who's like the the commander of the humans but he he lost his dick on uh like a fight no no balls yeah yeah like he, he he like lost his balls in combat which has made him like too soft You know, everyone accuses him of being too soft, and he, you know, actually just, like, doesn't really want to fight or kill things like he used to ever since he lost his balls. He just wants to hug it out.
0: The full full explanation is pretty funny. He got got cut in half by Optimus Prime (laughs) in the robot waters. Um, Mm. Like, vertically. Um... And his ball sack was sticking to his right leg, so he lost both his balls. <laughs> uh, mm. But his heart was is on his left side, so he kept his heart, and that's why that's why he's all heart and no balls. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, his uh, what do they call her Taz um, or Taz, I forget. Yeah, um, I don't remember the details. the one that's like the over over the top uh, um, Latina stereotype. But mm. like, I, I know it's based on um, uh, Vasquez. I don't remember names. Yeah, Vasquez. Alien, yeah. yeah, it's based on Vasquez from uh, Aliens, but like they just turn up the um, <laughs> Latina stereotypes to like not even eleven, like
2: twenty
0: three. Mm. Um... Um, uh, which I, her name is Lauren Lopez who plays it. So I'm assuming that uh, hmm. no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, let's see. And who else? Um,
1: like I don't, Dylan Saunders is in there and he's playing the villainous like scorpion bug.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He plays pincer who is a giant scorpion. Um, And he plays Tootsie Noodles. (laughs) Uh, Do you you want to explain Tootsie Noodles?
1: I don't remember because I watched it like a week and a half ago. Uh, I watched it like four days ago. Yeah, because since then I think I've seen Twisted once or twice and I've watched VH's Christmas Carol a bunch of times and like all the songs in that one are so good. I
0: I have not gone two straight days without watching uh, <laughs> VHS Christmas Carol uh, in like a month. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: it was like priceless and Christmassy electricity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like every. I'm every every song just
1: Christmas past. Yeah. Every
0: every song in that very short show is just fantastic yeah. um, um but yeah uh dylan saunders also plays tootsie noodles i i think uh tootsie let's see they 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 explain like he's from a, a farm planet where the first name oh his first name is what he does yeah. and he In his is what he loves yeah. yeah, and he loves he loves noodles, yeah. so his name is Tootsie Noodles. But by the end, he falls in love with, with the robot girl, uh, so his his name turns into um. Oh,
1: what's her name? Uh, the, mm. I mean, I, the actor it's Meredith Stepien, but I don't remember. Yeah, what her character? It, it's basically Edie from Mass Effect yeah it's like she's like a white robot girl
0: mega something yeah
1: um she's like a mix of of like a c3po character and an ai that wants to destroy humanity yeah she
0: she wants to she openly wants to destroy humanity but she can't because she has an inhibitor chip
1: yeah yeah, and like the um, whole crew is conflicted because they knew like the robot wars almost destroyed all life on earth, but also they've been assigned to have this robot helping them.
0: Yeah. Um And I mean the the rest of the human cast is just like uh sci-fi like disposable sci-fi stereotypes. Yeah. Um um and then there's bug who is a bug yeah cuz um, like the
1: the protagonists of you know the, there's this like human crew and they're they get more involved in like the second act but like the the main character is bug who is you know it it's a puppet bug guy uh who's part of you know it, it it's starship troopers from the bug's perspective so you know the, there's all these bugs and they're you know trying to decide what to do about these humans that have come to their planet and you know there's like the the giant queen bug who consumes other bugs for nourishment and tells them all what to do yeah and then there's the scorpion Uh. one who comes in later who's the the bug who wants to kill and eat humans and has been doing that since the pre like there was previously a ship that crashed on the planet and yeah like, like bug has become fascinated with humans because you've seen some of the like video logs from that ship but
0: yeah he he's seen like the the recruitment log yeah like the starship troopers uh yeah re- recruitment log basically um so he really wants to be a starship ranger even though it was just like over-the-top propaganda
1: Yeah, yeah he hasn't seen the videos of like all the shit the humans went through as they were, you know, being picked off one by one after they, you know, got stuck on this planet. And also how they were, like, trying yeah. to exterminate all the bugs. That's not important. The important thing is he wants to be
0: a starship ranger.
2: Yeah.
0: And he wants to fuck a human girl. But not yet. Mm. Um. Yeah, and then there's February, who's just like a a dumb. Uh, she's a dumb blonde, basically, and I I would I wouldn't describe that as her character, except that's basically her whole character. Mm. Um, she's technically a scientist, but she's a, she's actually dumb, as, as I think the joke.
1: Yeah, she's like a reporter researcher <clears throat> who like crash lands on this planet and is just bumbling her way through everything yeah i mean she's she's
0: she's down there even though she's dumb because she's like a, a sacrifice basically to get um alien bug eggs
1: yeah 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 it, it's um, yeah like the plot of like you know what what a lot of
0: aliens yeah
1: what the and yutani was trying to do with uh you yeah, know, the crew. Like, get them exposed to the aliens so they'll plant eggs in their chest and they can smuggle the eggs back inside of a person. Without telling the people that's what the plan is. They're just, you know, yeah. letting them...
0: I guess that's technically the plot of Alien 3.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I, like, I want to say that's what Waylon yutani was trying to do in Aliens, and they find out about it, and then, you yeah, know, they yeah. rebel, but then it turns out that... Uh, you know there was uh, the face hugger on their ship after Aliens, and that leads into Alien Three. Yeah,
0: and then at at the end of Alien Three, before Ripley jumps in, in the the it's not lava, but it's lava. Yeah, the uh, molten metal. Yeah, they 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 want her to uh yeah. go with them yeah they, 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 can, they send they their crew down
1: her. to get her and the alien inside of her
0: yeah they they say they want to save her but they just want the alien for their own purposes yeah
1: yeah something something bio weapons
0: yeah umbrella court yeah they're all the same yeah <laughs> <laughs> um Yes, yeah, Starship is fun, but it's... Like, the, the puppetry, I think, is one of the best things. Because, uh, like, the, the logistics of it are funny. Mm. Because, like, it's it's all the main cast. Like, there's no dedicated stage hands that I notice. Like, they're all the, just the actors. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, like, Twisted had a... You know, they had the monkey and the parrot in that one. And it's that same style of you know like it, it it's a yeah. fairly big puppet, but there'll be like a person who has like their arms stuck into parts of it, uh to yeah. move it around and then talk while, puppeting it. Uh, and with the scorpion one, they needed three people for that because you got Dylan moving the head, and then there's two other people moving the claws separately. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I I think it changes depending on who's just on stage at that point. Yeah. Um, and, and like it, it's the they they it it, it feels believable. Hmm. <laughs> like even though like there's just a whole ass person like behind the puppet. Like yeah, yeah. You just focus
1: you, your attention on the puppet and not on the person who's standing there and. Yeah,
0: like it. It sounds like it wouldn't work, um, and even if you see a clip, like it seems like it it, it it looks weird. But like if you're watching the whole thing and you're invested and you're into it, then it, it doesn't it doesn't feel as weird as it maybe looks at first. Yeah, Dylan Saunders is just a really good singer. Mm. Uh, that's that's all I can say. Um, because he's he's saying uh, kick it up a notch as Pincer. Yeah, he's he's kind of doing like the, the, the
1: Jafar tone of voice in the like in VHS Christmas yeah. Carol. He's using like a different range. It's not that yeah. like sinister baritone that he does on on Pincer or Jafar.
0: Yeah, I mean he he's in black friday too which you said you weren't gonna watch and i don't blame you because um what what, what you thought it was is exactly what it is mm.
1: <laughs> so yeah um, that's every you know joke about black friday retail whatever
0: yeah it, it it doesn't stray far from that um there's just more like cthulhu-esque jokes in it mm. um but he he plays a character in that that in, it's like it's just a guy, um, and yeah, like the the singing is really good, but also he's just a guy, so it's not as fun. Mm. Um, it's more fun when he's playing Jafar or a big scorpion, yeah, or Ebenezer Scrooge, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk too much about Black Friday. Um, the the only thing I'm gonna talk about it is. It's like a weird kind of sequel to the guy who didn't like musicals. Because, mm. um, like at at the start, it's like Paul and Emma are driving to, like Emma's, like in in the guy who didn't like musicals. Emma talks about her dead sister, mm. um, who died in a car crash, and the the first scene is the the two of them, the ma- the two main characters from uh that like who uh who you know basically die at the end well yeah I like, guess still um, a
1: zombie from the end of that one
0: no it that, that's why I said it's a kind kind of a sequel but not really it's more like an alternate universe okay uh, so, so they're, they're doing thing.
1: the same characters but they haven't done any of the zombie stuff
0: yeah i I but think they've also they only did it to set up. Yeah, I think they've only done it to set up that it's in the same universe. Mm. Like, like I guess presumably the the space meteor hasn't fallen, so there's not uh, in you know an alien invasion.
1: Yeah, or it's just like a um, fun Easter egg for people who watch all of them that you know they're having these same characters they, again.
0: The, there's actually um, General McNamara, the 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 guy who Jeff Blum plays, who. Is the like the secret men in black um mm. <laughs> guy who knows about the the supernatural from the guy that like musicals um if you remember yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah the military general guy
0: yeah he's in he's in this one too after all the the toys uh turn out to be Cthulhu. Mm. <laughs> uh, um But yeah, like they're they're just there at the start, and they're they're visiting the uh, the husband of uh, her dead sister, um, who basically asks her to ask them the he asked them to babysit, and he's kind of a dick, and that's Dylan Saunders' character. Mm. Um, and yeah, then they they go to the mall, and that's the rest of the movie with all the commentary you, you would imagine mm. uh, uh, yeah it, it's, it's also really fun um, like I said you might not like it because it's a little too close to home mm. um, but if anyone else uh, who doesn't work in retail wants to watch it, it it's pretty good not as good as uh, the guy who didn't like musicals I don't think but mm. um, it's also the last one they made before the pandemic, um, so.
1: Okay, so, so the only because I know they've got that one, the. Nerdy prudes must die. That I think is yeah, like I, in production.
0: Yeah, I, I think they've been doing that for like the past year since they've done um, Christmas Carol. Mm. At least that's what it seems like. I don't actually know the timeline. I mean, to, like you, I'm just getting into yeah, this. Yeah, we like just nice discovered
1: month. them recently.
0: Um, but that's what it seems like, based on uh, like their YouTube channels uh, release history. Um, mm. Yeah, that, that's the new ones. I watched a lot of the older ones too, um, like the ones we, we've already watched. And I do think they hold up better, um, viewing them on their own and not comparing them to Twisted. Mm. Um, but you haven't
1: rewatched any.
0: No, it's just not that good. Mm. I also haven't seen the Harry Potter ones. Because mm. um, I don't like Harry Potter now and I'm not about to start.
1: Yeah, like I'm sure they're probably fun. Yeah,
0: they are. But, like, I, I wouldn't get most of the jokes. Plus, they're, like, old and in not very good quality mm. by the looks of it.
1: Yeah, I think even the, the sequel one was still one of their earlier plays. Yeah.
0: I I think they might actually have two Harry Potter sequels, so, like, three total. I don't know.
1: Okay.
0: It's hard to tell. Hmm. Um... Yeah, I think I've seen them all except the Harry Potter ones and uh, me and my dick.
1: Mm. Yeah, like lately, most of my YouTube watching, aside from you know, like occasionally rewatching Twisted or Christmas Carol, um, has been like college humor has a bunch of like like spoof improv game shows um, that. You know i've just binge watched all the ones they could find that were free because i don't really want to pay for dropout but you know they've got a game changer is one where you know they have their three contestants but the game that they're playing uh, and and the contestants are always you know people from like the college humor just you know uh, other shows um but yeah, Game Changer is one where it's, they don't know what the rules of the game are going to be until they, you know, are introduced to it over time. Um, this Um Actually is one that's it's like a trivia, kind of a Jeopardy-style trivia show where the, the, a statement will be about some nerdy property is read, but there's something in it that's incorrect and they need to, like, buzz in. And say, I'm um, actually, this thing is not the correct thing. Um, and if they don't say, I'm, I'm actually, someone else can steal the point. Uh, and then, let's see, Breaking News is another one I've watched all the episodes of. And that one is like, they're doing like a fake newscast, but, um, are penalized anytime they break out laughing. And, um, and yeah, the, like the teleprompter just, tells them like say and do just a bunch of like stupid shit um and like those episodes are fun but there's one one of the women on there who laughs so often and so easily that it doesn't really feel fair because it's like she's going to lose every time because she's just gonna crack up from everything (laughs) um you know, like it, it, yeah, those
0: people that just, since they can't she, laugh, they always will. Well, yeah,
1: and she just, yeah, she gets into a laughing fit and can't stop. And now she's at negative fifty points, and there's no way anyone else is. You know, like she, she's going to lose every time. Um, that, that sounds like it would be
0: fun once. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like you know, binge watching all of the episodes from whatever, like five years worth of this, all at once, and just watching her crack up every time. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, I feel kind of bad now. Um, but it, you know it's impressive with the ones who can keep a straight face through just all the stupid shit they they have to say and do.
0: Yeah, that sounds okay.
1: funny. Um. Yeah. So I guess we've filled an episode. Do we have any other yep. topics, or should we actually um, wrap on time for once?
0: I started a RuneScape account.
1: No. Oh because <laughs> like it was like I was
0: watching I was I was watching all these musicals and I was like I want something to do while I'm doing this mm-hmm. so like I started a RuneScape account <laughs> I don't I, I don't have anything to say but like I, I just did just out of nowhere
1: like I remember when that um, was like the game that everyone was playing I didn't play it because I didn't have yeah. internet back then but i I knew a lot of people who were.
0: I played it for like two years in the mid late 2000s.
1: Yeah, because I want to say it was um, like two thousand four, two thousand five. That, that was like at its peak.
0: Yeah, I I don't actually know, but like I I uh I didn't do much. Like I did like the the basic quests where it's like. Oh, get me an egg and get me like some flour so I can make a cake. And, and I did that quest, mm. which was just a bunch of running around. Um, but I did it, and I got to like, like cooking level three. <laughs> so, so that's nice. Um, yeah, like it, it's it's not it's not great, but like it, it's nice to just like run around. In, mm. in a virtual world for a while
1: yeah I mean yeah you can play like Warcraft without Blizzard
0: yeah probably probably the only thing even more grindy than Warcraft is RuneScape mm. where the the grind is the whole game
2: yeah
0: I, I I heard they added a bunch of uh like actual like boss and skill, uh, content. Like since they opened old school because the the what happened with Runescape is like you know the the what most people know as Runescape was the second version of the game that dropped in like two thousand one two thousand two. Yeah, I was lasted. just looking it up. So it like, looks
1: like the first one was since it came out two thousand one.
0: Yeah, like that. I, I think there was like a beta version that was technically online, and that was the first one. And then mm.
2: uh,
0: what, what most people would know as RuneScape is, is technically RuneScape 2. Mm.
2: Um,
0: and that that came out sometime in the early 2000s, and it stopped like 10 years later in like the early 2010s when they made Rune, RuneScape 3.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it says it was largely replaced, it was um, originally a Java browser game, and then it was replaced by a C plus C++ game in 2016, which I guess everyone's getting through. Is it threat. that late? Uh, yeah, that's what Wiki says. it was largely replaced by a standalone C++ client in 2016.
0: Oh, well they might have just changed the the client and not the... I I think old-school RuneScape... Okay, here's... The first public version
1: of RuneScape was released in January 2001 in beta form, with Jagex as its copyright holder being formed later that year. As the game's popularity grew, the game engine was rewritten and released as RuneScape 2, with the original version being RuneScape Classic. The third iteration, known as RuneScape 3, was released in July 2013. Uh, old school RuneScape a separate older version of the game dating from August 2007 was released in February 2013 and is maintained alongside the original client Um, it was announced that mobile ports of RuneScape will be released on Android and iOS in 2018 released on Steam in 2020
0: I didn't even know it was on Steam I just looked up old school RuneScape yeah um and downloaded it from the website. Um,
1: yeah. So I guess yeah, it's been updated for a bunch of stuff over time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, like most of the uh, most of the updates have come in like the past ten years <laughs> since they re-released it. Mm-hmm. Like all the older stuff is. Like, it's there, but it's, like, obsolete. Or, or like, all the minigames and stuff are obsolete, but not the...
1: Yeah, it's... Like, there,
0: there's Power Creep, basically. It's nostalgic now. Yep. I mean, I... I I did... Um... When I first logged in and I heard the music, I did almost pass out. Mm. <laughs> because, because of how old I felt. Um... So there's that. Yeah, that's it. I don't plan on playing much, but I guess I can if I want to. Mm. Um, That's it. That's all I have.
1: Yep. Uh, so, So the next movies you're getting to are Mulan and Tarzan and Bug's Life.
0: Yeah, uh, there's cats don't dance. Too. Which oh I yeah. I I did, I did just add random. Yeah, and I did so rewatch I would be that the next one.
1: one. Yeah. Um. It, it, it was good. Uh, it it, it was weird watching because it's like as I was watching, I say, like, "Yes, I remember every single frame of this thing" because I'd seen it so many times, but I'd completely yeah. forgotten all of it.
0: Um. Yeah, they they played it on Cartoon Network
1: a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and it does, like, it has a fun, kind of Looney Tunes-ish, like, like Looney yeah. Tunes, but more serious to it. Like, it, it, yeah, it, it definitely feels distinct from, like, the 90s Disney animation. Um, you know, it's going for that, like, Looney Tunes vibe over a plot that is kind of, you know, your, like, classic golden age of Hollywood, um, you know, big city dreams kind of a story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. That's, that's what I remember of it. It's like, oh, there's a, it's like, you know, what, probably, what would the time period be, you think? Like uh,
1: like 30s?
0: Like 40s, early 50s? Oh. 30s yeah
1: i'd say like 30s or 40s like it feels like it's like just post 1920s like maybe there's a little bit of flapper culture yeah. left, but it's you know everybody's poor and uh but that's then uh, yeah i get i mean darla dimple is shirley temple uh so it's, yeah i mean that, that's Yeah, you know uh, it, it's around <laughs> shirley temple era
0: yeah, so you're 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 right. That's probably more accurate.
1: Shirley Temple uh, was Hollywood number one from uh, 1934 to 1930. Yeah, so, yeah, Shirley Temple's 1934 to 1938. So yeah, there. Yeah, it feels like it's you know like Great Depression era. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that'd be more accurate.
0: Um, but yeah, I haven't actually seen it yet, so. I'm curious to know how it holds up. Mm.
2: Hmm.
0: You know, being like the only animated musical that's not Disney that I will have watched. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that's it. I don't have anything else. Um, Oh yeah, uh, Cats Don't Dance, then Mulan, Bugs Life, Tarzan. Yep. Fantasia 2000.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one.
0: And Dinosaur. Oh, boy, that one's going to suck. Yep. Um, Yep, that's the next few. And then we get to the fun stuff. Yep. Like Emperor's New Groove and uh, Atlantis. And Relo and Stitch. Yep. Yep, so that's the plan. Um, watch it or don't, I don't care. <laughs>
1: yep, join the threads on Discord on the funky shack server.
0: Yep, it's it's under the media box. Yeah. So just look look for threads under there if you're somehow listening to this, but haven't <laughs> haven't seen that yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched up to Uh, treasure planet because i forgot Little Unstitch stitch came first and then yeah i skipped a few along the way but i I did a lot of thoughts on those especially on the day when i watched like six movies back to back
0: yeah yeah i mean you were just tearing through
1: no i shot ahead and then spent the last week and a half exhausted since vacation ended and i was back (laughs) to work and everything's a mess
0: yeah. I also need to take a vacation. Um, maybe I'll do that. Uh, the point is, uh, I think we should stop. It. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, do we have a joke to end on? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so a clown walks into a bar. There's a loud honk there's a loud honking noise. <laughs> That's the worst way to <laughs> do it. It's like the, the, yeah, the no the no the nose when it when this face hits the bar, uh, it, it makes a like a honking noise. Like a cloud no nose would um